Everything is proceeding as I have foreseen. <laughs> feeling came over me just now about the current coronavirus hoax and worldwide lockdown. I cannot prove it. It is just a feeling from what I am seeing. I have tried to be honest about my current state. It is raw and I may be too harsh on the normies, but I am fed up of nodding my head at them as they spout their real ology bollocks at me. This may just be a reaction to my frustration from the day. I have a quiet rage brewing in my soul. A cage sits over my heart. It is formed from my shame in my pretense when speaking to the auto-believers in the real world. I am suggesting to you that the current coronavirus hoax sire is not the main event. It is just the opening act. I believe what we may be seeing is setting the stage, preparing the captive audience, warming them up for the headliner to come. I have been thinking long about what is going on. Why is the media still running? Is the daily presentation of the world stage essential work? Have you ever listened to Radio 1? How could we live without it? All government diktats could easily be sent by text message or email alone. Now, of course, the telescreen is the most efficient means of brainwashing the masses. Its magical effects are undeniable, and the current opening act could not be performed without it. But is this all? Could there be a deeper reason? I have the first stages of a suspicion, an inkling, a feeling in my bones. I suggest to you that the coronavirus pandemic hoax is simply a means to corral and prepare the captive audience for the main event. The world population sat at home, socially isolated, disheartened, brainwashed to the nth degree by months and maybe years of constant programming, with nothing to do but watch the telescreen. Hungry for the main event. It is too easy to think that the corona hoax is the main event. The final act is still to come and I suspect it may be something that we have not yet thought of, unless perhaps we can read the tea leaves. Yes, I am suggesting that the current worldwide hoax psyop we are going through at present is in preparation for something greater, and there are two ways to prepare, to let those who run the show prepare you, or to take the great opportunity at hand and ready your soul.
Okay, so this is TNG and I'm recording on the 30th of April 2020 and I have a guest with me today. He's known on my site and JLB's site as Dapey Dapey, but today I'm talking to Thrice8 Hermes, who has his own website, his own YouTube channel, and we're going to be looking at the MPC meme and thoughts that both him and myself have on the MPC meme and we'll see where we go. So hello Thrice 8 Hermes and welcome to the podcast. Hello, you can keep calling me Davey because if anyone signs up for the grand fee of two pounds on the introductory email you get it says to keep you can call me Dipey is that's like my everyday moniker. Thrice at Hermes is like my my grand alter ego for when I bang on about a load of old nonsense. So <laughs> there you go. So it's your so essentially you have like two acting positions then don't you? Yeah. Thrice at Hermes is basically your YouTube persona and then Dipey Dipey would be closer to home I I take it. Yeah, he's closer. He's closer to the like the underneath me. So he's my like he's my everyday, yeah, my everyday moniker. Okay, so getting straight into this debut, you've wrote an article only a few days ago. Now it's actually April the twenty fourth, and it's called "Till the Fearless Come." Now I don't know if you want to just give me a, a little bit of background on why you've wrote this article. Certainly I know why myself, but obviously let's tell the listeners why you have come to this place and wrote this article for all to see. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm not so much offering any... At the end, I speculate wildly, but I'm not saying it's anything anyone must accept. But the, the lead into it is more my usual being critical of existing models. I would say when this lockdown first started, I was pretty angry with the normies. I remember I was walking down this country lane and the lady was walking the other way. To cut a long story short, she turned her back against me towards the wall and I walked past and I started laughing and I was laughing hysterically. And afterwards I was really angry and I thought to myself, well if these damn normies are going to turn their back on me, I'm going to turn my back on them. Like, I'm done with them all. And I put them all into one box. Now, the NPC model has been around for a while. In fact, I mean, you can even go back to one of David Icke's earliest books like back in the early 90s called the robots rebellion and he in that book you know he says that we're basically mankind's become like a robot that just accepts programming but then he's talking about a rebellion now as i said i've been very hesitant in accepting it the model and when it started i accepted it fully and i what almost in what i would call a strong form of the model but and there are people who think that the revelation or the apocalypse, the lifting of the veil, is going to be that we will see that there are these non-player characters in the realm and then there are player characters and this is the revelation. Now, I don't think that this is the revelation at all. And in fact, I think that the NPC model is, it's useful in certain circumstances, but it is a very limited model. It actually, like all models, isn't reality and if it's taken as reality, then it becomes a very poor model and actually doesn't describe the reality or the terrain that I find myself in. So that would be an overview of like my progression or my thoughts on it and why I decided to write something which is basically negative in the sense that the first half of it, I'm just trying to bring up what I see as the significant problems with the NPC model in both a weak form and a strong form, if that makes sense to you. 
It does make sense. Maybe I myself have been guilty, certainly around johnthebutton.com, of giving the impression that maybe I was in line with the, the MPC meme and model. And certainly I've had a number of conversations with JLB himself, which went on the record when we were discussing the MPC model, the MPC meme, as it were. But uh, I'm sure, as you're aware, uh, from reading some of the stuff on my site and going back a long time now is that it never sat well with me at all. And in fact, certainly leading in, into the back end of last year, when I was pissing about with electricity and trying to figure out what was going on with that, it really reinforced my thoughts on putting down a, a bit of a framework for what I was seeing or what I could see in the real world. And I think the one thing going back to about 2015, which fed into my mind that the black and white MPC to PC was incorrect, was the flat earth or the flat earthers themselves were what instilled in me the being able to see that there was a gradient of people. Because even though when you get, so the proponents of flat earth, you know, the likes of Geronism and people like this, who as a face for the flat earth movement, just repeat shite and keep doing it over and over and again, where my perspective on the flat earthers came from was actually by meeting them in real life and talking to them and and most of the conversations I had with them in real life were about alternative things they were not about usually about the flat earth so sometimes I'd sit in a meeting or in a group and there would be people there would be maybe a two three in the corner and there'd be one louder mouth person who would be spouting the same old rhetoric about the flat earth and the, the model and they're the, just the conversation was just going nowhere but for myself i was sitting there and sometimes i would lead the conversation sometimes i'd be listening to what people were saying and the conversations were about everything you know we, we discussed the history hoax we discussed the war hoax we discussed all sorts of things and some of the things that were discussed are things that were discussed on or have been discussed on johnlebond.com and that was before I was even a member of johnlebond.com so to me going back now as I say to around 2015 it was quite obvious that there were gradients of people so even within the flat earth community with call it a community but within these groups of people that you'd meet you could see different gradients of people amongst them as well so you could actually see somebody would be open to you know the trannies and what was going on there and some more would be really more open about science and and what was going on with, with with all the different models in science and things like this so it's pretty obvious that the mpc meme or model itself was some kind of i think it was certainly some kind of plant and that was done through obviously the political for the political side of the agenda for out you know against trump and all this shit so but so what say you dave I'd, I'd, this is where i've been sitting for a long time to be honest and as I say, I feel like I've been guilty of maybe promoting the MPC thing, certainly on johnlebond.com. But for me, my draining of spirit thing, which is both physical and mental, as far as I'm concerned, is is where I've been sitting for a long time now. Well, I, I could tell that there's something in me which was very resistant, but then it is a powerful model, I would say, but in very limited circumstances. So a lot of the evidence comes for it. Of, 
for it comes from online interactions. And part of that could be that you are actually interacting with bots. But also on stuff like Reddit or if you're having a debate, you form into a dichotomy. And when you're questioning someone in a certain way, they go on the defensive. It's like a natural part of the person. So you're, you fall. And so people aren't, aren't, are sometimes defending things in a way which they wouldn't in a more conversational format, so the continuum gets lost. But also I'd like to just point out that I, I think there's a weak model and a strong model. And I mean in the sense of how the model is applied. And if there's any background noise, I apologize, but it's like the pour of rain here and I'm up in a roof space. So in the weak model, one could say, not saying that the NPCs are literally NPCs, because it seems that they can't change their belief, then can we say there's any difference between that person and a non-player character? Now, so that would be the weak model. And again, there's a dichotomy there. It's either NPC or PC. Now, I, I would say this is a practical dichotomy because it's not saying that this dichotomy exists in reality, but in order to navigate the crazy world we live in, it's useful to put them into two groups. Now, if we're still drawing the map terrain distinction and we know it's just a practical dichotomy and it's not reality, then fine. We know it's just the model we've picked up in order to navigate reality, but we can put it down when we want. And it isn't really a problem. Now, in this model, I still think it's very limited, and there are better models which may more accurately describe reality or give a, not describe, but may be more useful in a broader range of circumstances. So there's not still not a quite a problem. We just know it's a very limited model for specific things. Now, I think that with the this event, that I can see that people are moving from a weaker to a stronger model. And the stronger model seems to me either an actual map terrain conflation or pretty much so. And I'm not meaning to pick on JLB, it's just that he is probably the best describer of things in the realm. He's very accurate. And because he's so accurate in the way he presents things, it's easier to use one of his quotes. And he uses now the quote that they are no different in form and function. Now, if it's function alone, this is their behavior. You can say their behavior seems is no different from an NPC. But if we're saying form as well, then I would suggest that maybe there's a map terrain conflation here. Because when I look at the form, I don't see that, I see that they look no different really from what we want to call a player character. And the behavior, the function is, which is happening is due to the retardation and the programming and everything that's on top of them. So I think that there is a conflation being made. And then in this conflation, I would say it's no longer a practical dichotomy, it's a false dichotomy. Because in the false dichotomy, you're being offered either this position or that position and there's no other position. And as you were saying, when I'm not on the computer dealing with people or not in an argumentative, when your two of you are facing off, I see a complete continuum of what people understand. And I would add to that, that you would say, well, why is no one acting? Well, it's because everyone's subjected to fear. So you can have a continuum of understandings, but everyone still goes along with it because of the fear. So the fact that everyone is conforming isn't because they are all the same level of NPCs or all NPCs. The player characters are conforming as well. So it's the fear which is helping to create this dichotomy. So that would be a brief overview of like these two different models that I'm I'm seeing. So I can go into a bit why how I think the continuum becomes the appears dichotomous to us now, but I feel like I've rambled on for quite a bit already. So okay, Dave. I just think it just needs to be pointed out that within reality, so within the real world and on the terrain, what you find is division amongst 
the human race, whether that be by colour of skin or by political motivations or even by levels of wealth. Or again, I use the same old term, you walk in any direction and whichever way you go, you can see this division. And I think the MPC as a black and white model is just another one of these divisions again and the thing that strikes me as well is that okay so fair enough if if somebody has got to the point in their life where they think they are so different to somebody else to uh, a different person and I myself I've always thought since I was a young boy that I thought differently or saw the world differently to other people and I've always questioned things always and I've always I've always had this thing about looking into the blood groups and stuff like this because I knew that my blood was different from the majority of people and I wanted to know why because I always associated that with maybe well if my blood group's different and there's only so many of us on the earth you know the smaller proportion of people have this different blood group and I'm feeling different or see I feel alone I I don't feel the same then that's kind of my thoughts played into this NPC model in in a way but then I always go back to some there's some great quotes over the years and if you go back to flipping things like Marvel comics and stuff like this there is one fantastic quote from the Spider-Man comic and what his uncle tells uh, Peter Parker and what he tells him is with great power comes responsibility so if you see yourself as different to others and you can see that you have abilities different to others then you should bloody well be using them to help others not setting yourself up as some kind of dictator or separating yourself off in some other reality away from everybody else but you should be making use of those abilities yeah, well, exactly. And uh, it might be something we can go into a bit later, but that seems to me why that the like this hard dichotomy of the MPC model could just be what I would call a higher level of programming, because they're basically, we're still part of the herd when we're in that idea, but we are being programmed to see the rest of mankind exactly as those that run the show see them. Yeah. And we're basically becoming house Negroes. And you're still a slave, you're just a house Negro. And you look down on the field Negroes, and then the field Negroes hate you. And one of the reasons why... Now, I want to make it clear that I am not saying that I believe all men are created equal. But that's saying... It's easy to then, if you don't believe in the NPC model, to say, oh, so you think all people are created equal. No, I don't think they're all created equal, but I don't think they're created into two castes of being. And I use a metaphor. So we don't know what man would be like without the birth trauma, the trauma that starts in the womb, which gets passed down from like the mother's corrupted thoughts to the child, the programming and conditioning we go through all our lives. So this affects the function, but underneath, does that affect the underlying form completely? Now, the reason I think it appears on a certain level is there's a dichotomy. There are some people that can understand these things and some people just can't get it. Is that I like to imagine two men being chased by a tiger and there's a high ledge that one can get to for safety. Now, one of these men may be able to leap four feet high, clear. Another man, four feet two. So in their original form and function, 
they're very similar but not equal. Um, now, the one can reach this ledge for safety, the other is mauled, he's maimed and he's crippled. Now the man on the ledge looks down at the one caught by a tiger, and to him this creature looks pitiable. And now, because he's completely maimed and mauled and all this, he looks like a completely different type of being altogether. Now, especially this would be so if, he's, if the man now forgets of what the original difference was, and there was a difference. So now, in a sense, he is a different kind of being, but on the deepest part of it, especially originally and even now, he is not. And of course, the NPC meme brings into the idea of, like, robots, and I can tell quite a big difference between a calculator and another human being. I mean, it seems pretty obvious on the terrain to me. So again, I'm not saying that all men are created equal, and my calculator example may be a bit of a, whatever the logical fallacy is, straw man or, <laughs> or something. But I think that with the map terrain distinction, we're basically falling into realology and we're forgetting this. And so I think something similar is happening happening in this, in this aspect. So that's how this dichotomy could appear. But even then, there could be bigger and faster tigers. And now I have, different layers of programming. There's a normie level, there's a conspiracy level, there's a hoax level, I think there's a synchromistic level, and this is all part of the same programming which is coming from those who run the show. And we've just got to a different level above and we think we're a, we think now we're a player character and a non-player character, but even on this next ledge we're still subject to the same bollocks and stories. That's a general overview of what I think of some of the limitations are. And I don't know if you want to talk about some of the, what I would call, once we've accepted this model as having far broader implications. So as I said, I'm still agree that as a simple model with certain uses, it has its use. But in the light of the current event, I am suggesting that the revelation or the lifting of the veil is not that there are NPCs literally in this world, or even strongly metaphorically, it's actually revealing almost the opposite, that those who think they are PCs are still just as much subject to the programming as everyone else. I know I went on a bit long, but because I'm clear enough. That's totally clear, Dipey. That totally resonates completely. And to be honest, where that plays into it, again, for me, I keep going back to this blood thing, and I, I am I'm 100% sure that what is actually going on with that to be honest now but the reality of the situation is is that we were, we are all mankind all of us every single one of us it's civilization itself which has been the containment for man and clearly that was only put in what i would say a few generations ago i do not now hold whatever was there before this civilization we see today is a relatively new containment and whether this plays into the thoughts I have on a 400 year time period and then it then rolls into the next layer yeah so civilization again say it is the domestication of man and every single one of us is in the pen without doubt all of us so there's another dichotomy which I've been guilty of which is and a part of it is kind of true it's the individual versus the herd but that only comes into being once the herd's been created 
So now there is the herd, the individual looks around, he's like, I need to separate myself out from them. And I feel that. And you do for your sanity. But this is only true, as you were saying, once the civilization or the domestication of man has happened, once the herd has come into being. And this is all being done. And we're being programmed to give ourselves the illusion of that we're an individual. And another example I would give would be Nietzsche writes in Thus Spake Zarathustra about the state. And he calls it the coldest of all cold monsters and it lieth, and here is its lie, I the state am the people. And he talks then about how, and the state could just be used as a synonym almost for like the herd and its manifestation, the way, the way it's become and the way it acts and the way it's controlled through. And what he says is that people, now they're in the herd, they can't understand that it, the people is not the herd and it's possible for there to be a people without the state and without the herd and without the herd you don't need the individual so it's, and it's not, you would start to think about it as a load of individuals just hanging around but I feel that there is something else like a, which we can't quite imagine there's a difference between this dichotomy of the herd and the individual and the word people has even been conflated now with the state so even that doesn't work anymore. But even then it's his work's corrupted, it's what I would call the truth and lie system. You can just find aspects of reality and things but you have to be, you have to be very careful with it. This event has just shown that this programming is working on so many levels and it's corralling us in. And one of my big problems with the NPC stroke PC model is that, and I've been guilty of this the whole time, I'm guilty of it every day and I only see it afterwards, is I see a lot of people talking about how they can't believe how, you know, the herd is going along with it or, to be honest, at the moment they are a herd and there are people who are trying to individualise away from it, but those people who are trying to individualise away from it and now call themselves player characters, and I see myself as one. They look at the herd and the way they're acting. They say, oh, I can't believe, look at them. They're all queuing up two meters apart outside the shop. They're going along with the agenda. Anything they say they'll do. But here's the thing. How many of the player characters who are saying that also queue up two meters apart outside of a shop? also go through all the rigmarole. Now I go out a few times extra a day, but I'm only getting away with what I can get away with. If the agenda came down stronger, I suggest that practically every PC would go along with it. So what makes them a player character? And why do they demand of the herd to not go along with the agenda if they're going to go along with the agenda? Now they will say, ah, oh, well, if you don't go along with it, then bad things will happen to you. But if we actually have a continuum, I meet people all the time who are saying to me that They've looked into the, how the deaths are a load of bollocks. They, can, they don't want the vaccine. They don't trust the people who run the show. There are some people who believe everything. But at all of these different levels, up to all the player characters, in general, everyone is going along with the agenda because they're scared of what the consequences will be. And I think fear is this tiger. If there is a player character, you could model it magically and say, well, magic is if you can use your will to influence reality. So if there's a player character who's saying that, you know, the Brave New World agenda and everything that's coming is inevitable, then surely he is just an NPC because he's as much subject to the agenda and what the herd does. And why does a player character need the herd to act if he's a player character? And why is he waiting for the non-player characters to act or the herd to act before they can act? Now, I understand why this, because if you act on your own, yeah, it's going to be shit. But if a player character is saying that, well, I can't act because the herd isn't going to act, why are they expecting anything different from the herd? So again, I'm only saying this, not because I don't understand all these feelings and thoughts, and the situation that we're in, but 
I think it is showing up some serious problems with the player-non-player character dichotomy and why people are acting the way they are. And if someone is claiming to be a player character, then why are they either waiting for the herd to act or saying that they can't act unless the herd acts? And I feel both those two things. So it's either we cross what I would call the river sticks of cognitive dissonance and accept the limited nature of the model or show me how that you are a player character in this model. Now note, I don't accept this model either in a very limited format, so none of this applies to me. I see all these problems, so if you see all these problems and you understand them, either drop the model or accept its tiny limited usage in certain special circumstances, or be a player character and change the world and influence it and make it so this isn't inevitable. That's what I would say to people who can't see this limited nature and cross this bridge of dissonance. And all I'm saying is that this model is like Newtonian physics. Now, again, using this as models, so if you don't believe in Newtonian or Einsteinian physics and you think it's a hoax, then, but you can still take the metaphor. Newtonian physics is an equation which is useful under special circumstances, but there are other parts of the equation which in Newtonian physics equals zero, so they don't take any effect. In Einsteinian physics, you realise there's other parts of the equation which when they're not zero, and that when they're very high, when they have a high figure, the Newtonian level of it doesn't work because there's new parts of the equation. So this NPC model is like Newtonian physics, which works in everyday situations. But when you have an extreme situation like we have now, you realise that it's a, it doesn't work anymore. And a far more nuanced and broader model, if you want to have a model, you don't have to have one, to navigate this reality is required. So there you go. The only part I would maybe dispute a little bit on is the... So... We have these people who think they are PCs or, you know, maybe not above other people, but different and can see through all the bullshit. But we're also kind of projecting a seriousness to what is happening right now. Now, for me, I see a serious situation and I see possible big big problems coming down the pipe from what I've been looking into but for me personally I sit here now at this laptop and I can genuinely say uh, apart from the queues going into the shops and pretty much that's it really just the queues going into the shops and the fact that anyway every time I'll go into a shop I'm always especially when I go with my daughter I think I mentioned this the other day I'll try and drop clangers in front of people on purpose just so they <laughs> just so they might um, spark something off in their in their mind about anything any part of the program that's going on at the moment but the reality is you know I go out whenever I want I'm not restricted by an hour. I'll leave my phone at home. I'll just go and walk. If I want to go for a walk, I'll go for a frigging walk and I'll stand and I'll sit at a bench. I've sat at a bench next to the canal that's not far from here. There's been police driving past. They haven't got out of the car and tried to move me on. I've not experienced that yet. I am seeing and hearing about it in the media, but I'm not seeing it on the ground. If you tried to open up, if you had a shop and you tried to open it up, it might not go, go as well, like, Exactly, but I'm not likely to be doing that, DPM. And at the end of the day, how much does any man take? You'll all be pushed so far, and I don't care how stupid somebody is. You'll only be pushed so far, and that's a, a fact. There's always going to be buttons that are pressed that will set you off and set you off big time. 
okay, so they've been obviously trying to weaken men, particularly down for a long time, and homogenise people into some kind of mass stupidity. But clearly that hasn't really worked on a whole anyway, that everybody's still an individual. It doesn't matter who you talk to. Everybody has their own personality. Everybody has that spark of life in them. So it's it's maybe not so black and white. We're all already in this civilization. We were all born into this civilization. Whether we had a choice or not, we could debate that to kingdom come, couldn't we? That whether we knew about this before we arrived there, then whatever. It's just more rampant speculation. But the fact is, we were all born into this system. We've all grown up in this system. Have any of us tried to escape this before? Yeah, there are. I think Mezzi mentioned before we started recording that obviously there are preppers who are prepared for something to happen anyway. But then there are a, a number of people over the years that I've seen that have tried to live a life of without technology, without all the comforts and what have you, and, and try and live a simple life. And again, the pressure has always come down on them one way or another. It always catches up with you. It really does. If you own money or whatever else, it's going to catch up on you. So we're all part of this system. So it's how far does it go? What's happening today? From an, I can sit here and say, yeah, it is pretty bad, but it's not death bad, is it? At the moment, it's not in the situation where... You are in direct harm. Try again. Mizzou. You don't want to come in and give your thoughts on what we've just been discussing for the last uh, half an hour or so. Oh, gee, I knew you were going to ask me that question. You always ask me tough questions. I think as you were saying something about personalities, everyone's got a different personality. Most of most of the people on JLB's website are, are people like you were saying before, questioning things and, you know, just come up. I, I don't know. Life hasn't been that easy, I would say, for most of these type of people that question things and, you know, wonder why they've grown up in such a wild, wild, insane world, even before the coronavirus or the coronavirus or whatever you like to call it stupidity that, that we're going through right now but yeah I don't, I don't know because I now that JP's brought it up I, I wouldn't mind first reading some of his information regarding what he was saying before anyway before I make any comment but there's different people and then there's different people maybe it's an easy way to blame NPCs for things instead of the evil elite when you think of it in that way you've got to blame someone right can't blame the evil elite anymore because that's kind of like a bit depressing because that means you can't really do anything about it even though we can't do anything about what's happening now i'd like to but yeah so i don't know how's that for an answer <laughs> that's okay because i think again if you look at it on it's all models isn't it that our whole life all our lives are since we were born we've just been fed models and Essentially, all those models are shaky, if not completely untrue. There's a diversity of different models that, we, that we've been stuck in. And I'm talking just from something as simple as the, the germ theory model, for a start, which is totally relevant for what we're going through to today. And then going up to the big models of the world and how the world where it came from, where it was created. So we have the science division and then we have the, the biblical narratives from all the different religions. And essentially they're all just they're all just different models and different sides of the same coin, as far as I'm concerned. It 
Yeah, but they're not reality. That's the thing, right? Got your maps is not the terrain. Well, your models isn't reality either. So why even bother with models? And so many of them have been so wrong. I mean, it's just ridiculous. This is the problem all along. I think that from when you're born, you are virtually led to conflate models with the terrain right from the off and that's fed into you and built on as every year goes by for some reason whatever that reason be there are a number of people alive today whether we identify them all or not that probably see a lot of the bullshit as they're growing up and and don't even won't come out or say anything it's just like a doubt in the in the back of their mind but then and that could be far more prevalent than we realize yeah, I'd, I would suspect that it probably is. And, and then you've also got to think that there are there are multiple subjects. One person can be, say, no, this is absolute rubbish, yet be completely consumed by another subject. An example there would be somebody wouldn't want vaccinations, wouldn't want to, would, has looked into them, wouldn't take them on board one iota, and there's many of them. It's pretty obvious that there's lots of anti-vaxxers out there. Probably 50% of every nation is at that level. But then you've you've got all these people who, who will take that on board, but then they're still believing in NASA and space and whatever else. And it's just a given. And, and then it's like, well, what does that matter? I think what we've discussed, Dape, is, is that where it comes to is that you, you just need to completely drop everything. And I mean everything. And... Just go back to the terrain and that's mankind's destiny is the way I see is just completely dropping a lot. And that includes this rotten technology that is powered by electricity. And I think that is a given that needs to happen because if it is not, if it does not happen, then it's part of the parasites that are going on about anyway. And I'm 100% convinced on that. The floor is yours. I agree with you because, you know, on top of all these stories, we have this, like, we're allowed a certain amount of freedom, even at the moment we can get away with breaking a few of the rules, but there's all this fear programming on top, so all the laws and all of these things are yet more stories, and none of them exist in reality, but they're manifested into reality by people believing that they actually are something. Like, if I write down a law, like, if TNG, I don't know, doesn't give me £10, I'm going to put him in prison, you would just laugh at it because it's just me writing on a piece of paper. But we've manifested all these laws through conflation to reality. And if you take cows in a field, you know, they can run around freely a bit like we can now, but there's an electric wire around it. And if you get to that, you get a shock. And if you break down that, then they'll come and pull you back in. One of the revelations of this, and I knew this, but I didn't really see it, was that through these stories and people believing in them, we're basically living in this world of constant threat against your safety and against your person, against your life. And the idea of the stories isn't to necessarily have to physically hurt you, but to have you living underneath this constant threat that if you don't follow all the stories then this bad thing will happen to you and because I feel this anxiety and fear and I'm sure all the normies feel it so even if they are able to see through some stories there's this other story over you saying and you see it acting in reality because the stories can influence reality through people believing them so Again, that's why even if people are seeing through parts of it, it becomes so difficult to do them. So I agree with you, TNG, that eventually all these stories have to come down. 
but there's also the herd that's been created. So I don't think the realm of stories is necessarily a bad thing, but I can imagine a world. I can imagine a world where you have the man who lives in the terrain, he still has to navigate it, and he just picks up whatever simple stories he needs in order to navigate for the time. But he's still able to pick them up and put them down at will, without the threat of violence that if you don't hold the correct stories, that something bad's going to happen to you. For this to come about, all the stories, as you say, have to just go. All the herd stories, all the crap that we've built up over the years, and then... I call it dropping the ones of belief. And we think that we've done it, but we have no idea about the other programming. Like, where did this NPC model come from? How did it sweep through? I mean, the Mandela-affected people, they use the NPC model all the time. And they call anyone who doesn't believe in the Mandela effect NPCs. So I can even see this hard form of the model being just more and more programming chucked on by this and it's affecting people at every levels and as you say we're really part of the herd so i mean we've gone quite well over like the flaws with it and again if you're just taking it as a simple model for certain things then probably not that much of a harm but i think eventually it has to be dropped and moved beyond and you offered a good model and actually your model may not just be a model it may actually be something that we see in the terrain and then we're describing so i think there is a slight difference there about the draining of the spirit and spirit being electricity yeah and i think there is a lot of good things that come out of that on the terrain level even then you can understand why it looks like there is a certain dichotomy we're not all created <laughs> equally the agenda that we've been subjected to has created the the dichotomy. Some have escaped this tiger of fear to a certain extent, but they may even, because if you look carefully, there's probably still some fear and anxiety. Otherwise, you would just go bollocks to it all and not care if someone came along and shot you in the head. But a second model, which one could offer, would be a model of magical enchantment. And that may even link to the spirit in certain aspects of how if the parasite affects us. So you could imagine a slow spread of magical enchantment starting from about the same time. And because we're not all created equal, some are able to hold off this spell and if you take a Crowleyan aspect are still able to use their will to act with some freedom in reality but more and more people as a parasite has spread more and more people have been taken over by it so as we look now it looks like the vast majority of the herd are NPCs and there's just a few PCs left but even then if there are these levels of programming there could be people far beyond say the three of us who are here now who look back on us as NPCs. Like if it's a continuum with two poles, player character, non-player character, or drained of spirit, full of spirit, or subject to the, all the spells, or free of most of the spells, or free of no spell, or have no spells, then there could be people who look back at us as like these dumb NPCs who can't get the next level of the story which we haven't worked out yet. Then each person, as you move along these levels of programming, you look back at everyone before you as, even you as you were, as some dumb NPC. And it's not to say that these people haven't been drained of the spirit and aren't acting and now have no spirit and are just going along with it but as we've probably hammered to death the actual reality is this continuum with far more nuance so I think both of those are two interesting alternative models which have a broader application yours in particular I think has actual a terrainness around it so with this NPC model all I'm suggesting is the limited model was useful for a time but it's time we move beyond it to some broader more powerful ways of understanding the terrain so there you go thank you for that say about somebody being more advanced and looking back down the the handle of the ratchet basically and seeing us as npcs as well my thoughts on that one 
would be that they too at one time would have probably been thinking about or maybe even discussing with somebody similar to themselves exactly what we're discussing today. So going forward, and I'm sure we'll be going forward from here, you're dropping forevermore the old MPC meme. As far as I'm concerned, it's done. And I have to look forward in hope for humanity, not despair. It's just more stories upon stories upon stories, hoaxes inside hoaxes inside hoaxes. And as you say, the only way out of it is to drop them all because they're all coming from somewhere. And if it's not from those who run the show, then according to memetics, then it's the manifestation of the diseased mind of the herd that's been conditioned. And then we just we just pick up all this like crap that's swirling around. Or we get it from we get it from films and movies. And again, either that's being programmed in, or if it's in the sync book it says it's from the collective unconscious. The collective unconscious of who? The, the whole bloody herd. So where where is all the crap coming from? And so being a hypocrite, and I like to be a hypocrite. <laughs> Like the influence for that piece was the song that you recommended to me by the killing joke to the fearless come at some point even this progress down towards like say pc hood or getting rid of them even that is one more con like probably the answer is so much simpler than we've been led to believe like i can imagine meeting a man say he just never got caught up in this and he just popped in and you explain to him how history is a hoax and how all these things are hoaxes and how it all works out and he but he doesn't need that because he just never picked up those bloody wands of belief in the first place he's just like yeah i just i just don't believe your stories so like it's almost all these things are far simpler but once you've received all this programming you think you're dropping it but then you're just picking up more and more crap all the time so yeah i'm just tired of the stories and the stories upon stories i do look forward to a day where i can return to the shire after putting down this bloody ring and then i can just have my own stories which are useful just for a time and aren't polluted by the parasites i don't think stories on their own are a bad thing it's like saying a hammer is a bad thing but this parasite which i think is linked to the map terrain conflation and i call what i call the truth and lie system comes from it where everything is just infected with these truths and lies and what what even are truths and lies it is like these stories which are either useful or not useful for describing reality and if we have a terrain we don't even need the bloody truth and lie system anymore so until the fearless come by which i mean people who have dropped all the stories and no longer fear they no longer fear for their self-preservation i don't think it's anyone can really criticize the herd for not acting or ask when will the herd wake up if they themselves are going along with things until they see that the herd wakes up and they say and i'm not saying that even those people should do anything because i can understand quite why you would say well if the herd aren't going to do anything then me doing something stupid so the problem is so intertwined with each other in these things like the individual versus the herd the npc versus the pc that some of the very root of the problem lies in all these things. So and I don't know how it works out. When I go for a walk in nature, I feel it's like you can feel an old world and a world that may come in in the wind or these things. So I can't offer anyone a solution because I'm no one's savior. But I'm at the point now where it's getting hard to talk very specifically. But those are the feelings that I have about this situation that we're in. I don't know if it resonates with you at all because it's it's hard to get them specific at that point. 
it does diaper and and i think going back to the words of that song and self self-preservation rules the day no more you know for me and again while you were sorting out yourself at the beginning of the call before we started recording the one thing i was talking about with mezzi was my it's not a fear but my worries or my thoughts are with my children and so self-preservation for me is only rooted in my feelings for my children and my partner and that's it so my self-preservation is based on that i know it's different for people who haven't got a relationship but you've still got family and you've still got friends and then you've still got the awareness of the greater community around you and the responsibility for them as well in your mind so maybe it all really comes back down to at least at the moment while this agenda that's playing out is at the level it is is really just really understanding what's in your own mind and in the mind of others and and where it sits keep trying to help and poke while you can and just keep your fingers crossed if things are coming down the pipe which i strongly suspect they are without doubt i think it will come to a point you'll be pretty much forced into taking other measures so where we sit at the moment there's no harm i i don't think in in when you're out poking at people and trying to at least drop that seed why ever would you take a position of that it's hopeless and that no you know others around you are never going to wake up or, or could wake up it's just ridiculous to me you should always have hope and not give up and those thoughts you're expressing well about your family these are true for all the normies so again isn't necessarily this hard dichotomy there are people who feel things and they don't, they're not happy with it and want to go against it but they have that same problem. And again, if it's inevitable, then there are no player characters in this realm. We are all NPCs. There is not one man amongst us. There's no Highlander who can act to make it, and it doesn't mean it won't happen, but he can't do anything to make it even not inevitable. Then we are just NPCs. And if the game is just watching the agenda play out and observing it and knowing about it, then it's the shittest game that ever existed. Back in when I was a kid, I had a Commodore 64 and I had a game and you took like 10 minutes to load up the cartridge with tape. You put a little tape in a tape player and the game was the FA Cup. And all you did was pick a team and then you watched like the draw and then you, it, you didn't even play football. The score just came up for all the teams and you just watched to see if your team got to the final and won. You just watched each round get drawn and you watched the scores come up. You didn't do anything apart from watch it play out. <laughs> it was the shit escape. I played it all the time. Well, what the hell? And that's so if, if it's inevitable, then that is the game. And it's the shittest game that, that ever existed. And there are no player characters in the realm. That's not to say that there may not be people who are so far gone, their spirits so far drained or the spells so far come over them that they are in function pretty much NPCs. I doubt there's that many of them, but there could well be, say there's a lot of them, but, and they may be lost. And the NPC PC mean may be useful in some regards in this situation, but still on a deeper understanding of the terrain, it is not really what has been going on. So the limitations are still there. So I could, Go into some of my wild speculations about what happens if the Brave New World... Well, to be honest, even since I've written it and we've been talking about how the Brave New World may be a hoax within the hope. Yeah. 
So even now, my article is somewhat moved beyond it, but I'd happily explain what my thoughts were at the time, if, it, if you think it's of any interest. Yeah, yeah, carry on. It's still uh, no problem. Well, my thought was at the time that, well, and I only get this feeling when I'm out in nature, and my thoughts were that I'm merging this in with the history hope and this idea of resets. And I get this feeling when I'm out in nature about someone like David Icke talks about stories of a golden age and these things. And then you have stories about a time to come in a certain time span. And again, these are just stories. But I get this feeling when I'm out and about in nature that I've been here before. So if you understand the reset and the history hoax, then I get this feeling when I'm out in nature that there's synthetic reality that they want to bring into being. Or at least it seems like they are hoaxing us to believe it. That nature wouldn't stand for it. The Brave New World agenda, which is seems like we're being hoaxed into believing is inevitable and may not even be the end game. But I get this feeling when I'm out in nature that nature wouldn't stand for this synthetic reality. And this feeling that I've been here before and my suspicion is, is if the full Brave New World synthetic reality comes into being, that nature doesn't stand for it. And this could be the reason for the reset. So when history starts again. And again, the parasite or the draining of the spirit or the magical enchantment starts all over again and starts to spread up. And because we're not all equal, it captures those with some lower abilities first. And there's now only a few people left who can fully resist it. And I wonder if each time it happened, those who could have acted, those who can be modelled as player characters, they failed to act or they acted wrongly, or they, they misunderstood what they needed to do. And if those player characters can, you don't necessarily remember each aspect of what you did, but you have some of your insights left. And as it says in Quantum Leap, maybe we're supposed to put right what went wrong. And so my hope is that in one of these iterations, we finally realized what we were meant to do. And then as the parasite or spell or the draining of spirit spread over mankind, then it reverses backward. But in order for that to happen, there have to be fearless ones. And at the moment, there aren't any. And even if we get it wrong again, everything isn't lost because nature doesn't stand for this synthetic reality. But we have to go through it again. And this feeling I get when I'm outside is I don't want to go through it again. It's not that I don't want to live, but I feel like I'm Bilbo Baggins having to carry this ring to the dragon to defeat him. And every time I cock it up and I've got to start my journey again. And this time I want to go back to the Shire. And anyone who can come back to the Shire can come back with me. And there may be some who are too far gone. And this is part of this is part of the working it all out. But that is my I don't know if any of that is true. It's just speculation and feelings. But if there are some people who can be modelled as player characters, and I think it's an acceptable model in taking into account all the other things that we've talked about, then it cannot be inevitable. And it may happen this time, but it cannot be inevitable, otherwise we are all non-player characters. And if we are all non-player characters, then what the hell are we talking about? Well... But it could be a load of old bollocks and just a load more stories that I'm pouring out. And maybe I should just drop all these crappy stories, TNG. What do you think? Maybe that's just more stories I should get rid of. Well, that is a possibility without doubt, but I think I prefer to have stories held in my mind that I'm coming to realise myself, my own conception, and ones that I have talked through with, with other people of like mind. And I would rather be able to play about in those stories than, than in stories that are given to me by a bunch of liars. So all we can do is see where it goes, can't we? That, that's all we can do. And, and not give up hope. 
and let's carry on doing what we're doing because I think producing videos and putting out your thoughts to the world and in tandem with when you go out to your shopping queue and have a poke at some people when you're when you're walking around and see if you can plant that seed that is action all of it is action so it's not inaction so me you are aware you are doing something you're not doing nothing maybe that's all you were meant to do just play your part and do what you can do and that's it and if there is a continuum that's the thing is that we don't know how the agenda is going and we don't know if it, that point comes for just some people when they become fearless ones and they just drop all the story they're like that's it none no more of these stories most likely be people far more along than me but if this hard model doesn't exist and if it's more the way we've been talking about then the very mechanism whereby the parasites spread through the continuum means that there is an opportunity which we may not see yet whereby it can spread backwards and it seems like there's no hope and I often feel like that. But the very fact that if it's spread through a continuum that the exact opposite is possible. We just maybe we're just still carrying around all these stories and lies and bollocks in our head. But and that's why it seems like it's impossible. But the very fact that it spread the way that it did and seems to have spread means that it's possible for it to unspread, even though it seems like we cannot see how that could happen at the moment. But the way the agenda pushes it in their direction may be like this pivot point. And the further they have to push it towards to get to their end point is what creates the very situation which we now can't foresee where somehow it starts to spread backwards. So, so I know it's very speculative, but the very way they're acting seems to indicate that there is a possibility for reversal. I don't know if that makes sense, that this idea that the very event and what they're pushing in their agenda suggests that by pushing it more and more to their extreme, that creates the, like, the breaking point whereby it can flow backwards. But again, I, don't, I can never tell if I'm just creating more stories for myself and getting lost in them. So that's the problem in this truth and lie system, it's just these, these bloody stories. I'm still on the same wavelength, Dipey. I, I still think that the more that's pushed out on this agenda, the more people, just by its very nature, will realise that something is wrong. Know that then not not everybody's going to suddenly out switch on and say, "Oh my God, you know, science is complete bollocks. What's going on here?" They're not going to see that, but they're going to see tyranny. That is what they'll see more of more tyranny and yeah there's also a difference between being fearless and being stupid so i'm stupid you always have to hold that in mind as well <laughs> <laughs> i'm doing dumb things but that's why i think this idea of the continuum which doesn't mean that we're created equally is a more important nuanced thing than this hard dichotomy because it means that there is hope which is why i suspect that the dichotomous npc pc meme is deliberately released programming because it furthers the agenda and it's not to say that you can't take aspects of it and put it on two poles and have this continuum but this hard divide i think is actually will help to bring in whatever agenda they're doing and it's also important to remember that it may only be a few who are towards one pole who first start and it may seem like nothing is happening and then it may come down to different levels and it may then sweep over my level and then i feel able to be more bold and 
to drop more of my stories as I see this this thing coming back down the other way. So as their extreme goes more to the end, it may seem like more and more pe- the parasite may sweep above my level, and you may be like, "Oh, that di- that dipey dipey, he's gone. The parasite's got him." <laughs> And I may just be like one more NPC wandering around like a moron. But so as it gets to them, we may lose more and more along the way. And it may seem like it's getting its darkest before the dawn. But is that just one more stupid story? (laughs) So the hope may be a dwindling and dwindling thing. But and we may not do it this time. But if we don't, I have this horrible suspicion that we won't remember all the details. But we'll be back here again having this bloody conversation. But hopefully it may just change one tiny bits in the next iteration and that will be all that's needed so that's my almost no hope but at the same time vast hope situation yeah it almost seems to me that this place has gone beyond the twilight zone it has gone beyond reason now and so my one thought here is is that it's very very likely that a lot of us are already in the proverbial tank crumbs my friend and i think <laughs> yes how crazy and how loony does this place have to get before the thoughts can drop i don't know let's end it there mate you totally nailed your article today without doubt and i'm gonna go away and edit it let's see where we go let's go for here and i just stick my oar in one more time yeah go for it I just want to make one other point, which is, and again, I know my criticalness of the MPC model, but a lot of it comes from that people seem to be able to no longer use logic or reason correctly and change their belief. Now, the thing is, a lot of the model comes out by, and I've had this experience, about when you're dealing with people, they don't seem to be able to logic and reason properly and to change their beliefs. Now, if that is the case, then we've been operating completely the wrong way around, almost like NPCs. But if we know that these are the things which are being retarded in people, why the hell are we using the same things to try and make them understand things? That doesn't make any sense. It seems like an NPC kind of thing to do. But they do seem to still have feelings and emotions left, like Belkarnegi says, uh, you're dealing with creatures not of logic and reason, but of emotion or something like that. In them, because there is still some spark, there's this sea of dissonance, which is why they get angry or emotional, or they just shut up and won't talk to you. And so the logic, not there's no aspect of logic and reason, but there's also feelings and emotions which still work in them and compassion. So all that can be done on a very limited sense if you want to help someone is to still remember that they have feelings and emotion and compassion, can, which is co-suffering or suffering together with someone, may be some of the key to undoing this. But all your compassion can do because Hermes was known as the benefactor of mankind and the helper of heroes and the psychopomp but all he did was lead people to the river Styx and I see the river Styx as uh, the river of cognitive dissonance and because they aren't actually in reality non-player characters they have to use their own will they have to will to deal with their cognitive dissonance and they either cross the river of Styx back to what one could call PC-hood to deal with this cognitive dissonance or they reject it and they may end up being a dichotomy after this whole event where there are those who just refuse to cross the sea of dissonance and there may be some we can help using emotions and feelings and compassion like their children to lead to the river sticks of cognitive dissonance but they will have to cross it and of course the story is being full of truth and lies with like the fairy boatman and all this bollocks I think each one has to cross it themselves but so I would say that part of the NPC meme has led us to act 
in almost strange ways with trying to help people undo their programming and the conditioning they've received. But because they aren't actually NPCs and they still have a, a, a flicker of will left in them, we're not anyone's saviour. And each person will have to, and I can still see all the cognitive distances in me, we can help each other to this river or river of cognitive dissonance. But because we still have will, and you can see it in people's form, which is the will viewed externally, the inner will viewed externally, that's why they look like us, they have a flicker of it. Each will have to cross this river of dissonance. I suspect those that don't won't be returning to the Shire when I when I go back. <laughs> the end. <laughs> Thanks, Dagby. Your words are like philosophical poetry. Thanks very much for joining me today. And Mezzi, thank you very much too. And I'm going to end the recording right now. I have been every voice you have ever heard. Inside your head I tried so hard